This is the Yoga360 Podcast, bringing you knowledge, inspiration, and resources to help you better connect with our community and live your best life. Featuring real stories from real people having fun conversations from the heart. If you enjoy the benefits of yoga, value your health and well-being, and enjoy connecting with others, you are in the right place. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Yoga 360 Podcast. I am Steve Cotton. And I'm Karen Amy. On today's episode, Karen and I are going to be joined by Tracy Stanowski, who is a director at Dimensions Health and Wellness in Chilliwack, BC. Yeah, she also is a Bikram teacher who taught for Candace once upon a time. So we're really happy to have her on because she's really passionate about uh, what our listeners probably already know about, which is how amazing yoga is for the body, but also how amazing holistic wellness in general is for the body. So we're really excited to uh, get her perspective on things and see if we can broaden our horizons a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we're going to be getting into a little bit of the services that are offered at her clinic as well. Uh, So we're just uh, setting up the Zoom meeting and... And we're going to pause it here. And when we come back, we will be with Tracy. And through the magic of technology, we are now joined by Tracy. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Hi, Tracy. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. So let's just dive right in. How about that? <laughs> um, yeah. We want to talk about you were a Bikram teacher. You taught for Candace. Talk about your yoga I journey did. a bit. Yeah. Oh, my yoga journey. Yeah. That was. Um... 10, 11 years ago now. So I was recovering from major surgery to my spine in which I had two prosthetic disc implants and a metal plate put into my spine and my neck. And my physiotherapist at the time said, you should do yoga as part of my rehabilitation. And actually a friend of mine was doing Bikram yoga and she was looking for someone to join her for class. So I took her up on her offer and uh, that was the beginning of it. So um, it was amazing. I, I could not believe how um, how quickly I started to feel the changes and I felt like I was taking control of my health and getting my life back. I'd been so debilitated by my spinal injury for so many years. And then, um, yeah, later on, I wanted to give back to the yoga community that had done so much for me. So I went to teacher training and I became a yoga teacher. And uh, yeah, I started teaching for Candice at Yoga 360 and it was uh, it was a really, really great experience. That's so awesome. And you taught, I think, mostly at the Maple Ridge location, is that right? Yes, I, yeah. I taught in uh, Langley and Maple Ridge primarily. Uh, and I did teach a little bit in Surrey there. <laughs> so some of our students may recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. We do have some long-term students, some original original students sticking with us. Some so. OGs. Some o- I was going to say OGs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you'd recognize some faces, I'm sure. Um, yeah, so I guess you, I've, I've had that same experience, just being, feeling so empowered by my practice uh, and mm-hmm. giving myself back movement when injuries took it away. And, and did you find that when you went to teacher training that you got to witness that in students as well? Oh, yeah, it was, you know, it was incredible. My wellness journey was really tough for me because, you know, I looked fine on the outside. And so I I had a lot of people that would say things to me like, well, it can't be that bad or you're too young or you look fine. You're just a hypochondriac. So I didn't feel seen. I didn't feel heard. And that was even in the medical system um, that I would hear things like that. So when I started teaching, that's when I realized what a big problem this is. Uh, There were, my classes were full of busted up people that mental health, physical health, trying to find more natural ways to, um, to treat their conditions without having to depend on pharmaceuticals, looking to take back control, looking for someone to listen to them, looking for someone to, to see, to see them and help them. And, uh, 
Yeah, that's that's really that was eye opening for me. I wasn't alone. There were so many people just like me. Yeah, and even just believe them. I think. And yeah, yeah, just believing, taking it seriously, because yoga teaches you to listen to your body and to be kind to yourself. And uh, that's a big part of what we do uh, at at Dimension as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think even the Bikram sequence specifically is really amazing for that, because we'll often see students say, hey, it was weird. I couldn't do tree pose today. And so getting to the bottom of that when they know they can usually do it. And it's just another level and way that we can connect with students. Did you ever find that as well? That it, it sort of the set sequence, the nature of Bikram helped you to um, really help your students tune into their bodies? Yes, because it's measurable. You know, you yeah. You, yeah, you just you show up, you do the thing you can do Bikram regardless of your um your skill up, your athletic ability, regardless of your health situation. You know, I remember the first day I could grab my elbows over my knees instead of just barely clinging on with my fingertips. And I just wanted to shout for joy. That was, that was a big milestone for me back then. Or the first time I could, you know, sit all the way down on my heels without having to roll up a towel and put it underneath because my knees were so bad. You know, there, so you get real measurable. You can look back and see how far you've come. Yeah. You know, or you see your foot coming over your head and standing bow pulling pose, best feeling ever, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love those classes too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how did you shift or or what was the timeline? Did you find yoga first and then sort of continue along your uh, wellness journey, I think you call it? Uh, well, I started, so I started uh, my wellness journey um, probably about 30 years ago. And that's, in, in, there were no, um, there wasn't a lot of, yoga options back in those days there weren't multidisciplinary um you know wellness clinics so i used myself as my own guinea pig i just tried a little of this a little of that found out what worked what didn't you know really kind of suffered through it just did a ton of research so um yeah my wellness journey started first and then um and then when after i had my surgery and then um you know on the advice of my physiotherapist started yoga and really um found the amazing amazing benefits that I'm so grateful to this day that he recommended it to me yes we love physiotherapists and medical staff that support yoga it's great mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, yeah I, ha- I have a great relationship with my uh, physiotherapist that I've been a patient w- under for about 10 years now and yeah I don't know where I'd be without uh, without her treatments and her guidance so mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah Tracy you also mentioned uh, uh, before there being listened to and I just want to harp on that a little bit more too and uh, just how how important that is because I've experienced that um, myself with a, a, a number of my injuries and uh, conditions that I've had where, uh, where I've gone out and have have sought out treatment and a, a lot of medical practitioners and physicians and that just weren't listening to me and I was getting so frustrated with the system and that and that, then finally finding uh, like physicians and then an actual surgeon who, who who would actually take the time to listen and find out what was actually wrong with me was so beneficial when I actually found that out and it was it was su- uh, such a relief so yeah and honestly it's mm-hmm. my story as well mm-hmm. like it took forever to find someone that would listen to me and I hear it all the time oh you're young you're fine and I think mm-hmm. it's almost compounded by the fact that I practice yoga every day and I'm really flexible and so people look at me and they're like you're fine 
nope, I can barely sleep and it's hard for me to get dressed sometimes. And, you know, like it, it's the, and that's why you do it. yoga. <laughs> Absolutely. And I wouldn't be okay without my yoga practice. But when I have specialists look at scans and things like that, they're like, oh, you walked in here? Like they, they get confused. And I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah, we, I think we've all experienced it. And mm-hmm. I, I agree with you, Tracy. I've had that experience too. It is really validating to stand at the front of a room and be surrounded by students who are all busted up as well and we all just want to heal together um, and we all believe each other and hear each other it's it's really empowering yeah I used to go through my class list to see who was going to be in there and just so I would have an idea of what types of injuries were going to be in there so I would know how to help people and how to encourage them and you know it, there was just so many of them I used to, sometimes used to start my class and I would just look at the, at the class and go you know there's a lot of busted up people here and and you know you should be thanking yourself for for making the choice to, you know, to show up on your mat, I know it's probably really difficult for you to do that. And I used mm-hmm. to tell them when I look at the room, what I would see is courage. I saw mm-hmm. a whole lot of courage there. Yeah. It's hard some days to like, you know, you can't pick up your foot. You can't kick out and standing head to knee. And sometimes just showing up and laying down on the mat, but took everything you had, right? Just to get to the studio, let alone. Just to get to, to the, the studio. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I guess, that transitions to what you do now. I think it probably takes mm-hmm. people a lot of courage to approach your business. Tell us a little bit more about Dimension Health and Wellness. Uh, Dimension Health and Wellness is a multidisciplinary wellness clinic. So we do holistic care. We specialize in um, in more uh, natural remedies. So we have naturopathic medicine, uh, registered massage therapist. Uh, we have a chiropractor joining us soon, uh, mental health counselors, um, registered dietitians, and we have a life coach as well. So you've got quite the gamut there, my goodness. <laughs> quite the gamut, yeah. yeah. So these are all things that helped me in my wellness journey. Uh, so when you're when you're talking about holistic care, holistic wellness, that is the idea that you look, you treat the whole person. You're not just alleviating symptoms. So you are, you know, we talk about not feeling seen or not feeling heard. You are seen and you are heard. You are looked at as a whole person. So you're addressing, you know, lifestyle changes, uh, lifestyle injuries, mental health, um, the whole the whole thing. So we offer all of these different therapies to try to target all of the dimensions of wellness. Yeah, that's amazing. And you mentioned, we had a little pre-chat last week together. Um, you mentioned while we were chatting that uh, the name of your business comes from a concept of dimensions of wellness. Can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, I named it uh, Dimension Health and Wellness. Um, that's based on a wellness wheel. So the national... A wellness Institute created a, a wellness wheel. Um, it demonstrates the six dimensions of wellness, which are physical, emotional, occupational, social, intellectual, and spiritual. So we are trying to target as many of those dimensions of wellness as possible for true holistic care and holistic wellness. Yeah, that's amazing. So what does that look like? Like when, when a new patient, do you refer to them as patients? Uh, in general, we refer to them as clients, okay. um, but the naturopathic doctor might refer to them as, as patients. Yeah, Got it. Okay. So when a client approaches you, what does that process look like? So if I wanted to call you and say, hey, I'm not doing so well, Tracy, help me out. What does that process look like? It's a little different for everyone. Some people come in already knowing what they want. They're like, I want a massage therapist. Um, I need to talk to a counselor. You know, and so, um, but if people come in, they're just like, I, I don't really know what I need, then I usually just take some time to sit down with them and just say, okay, well, tell me what's going on. And then they'll, they'll talk to me. And, and then from there, I can, I can make some recommendations. Um, you know, I'll, I share my story a lot because it helps people to 
think to know that I know where they're coming from and uh, everybody's unique though in how they walk through their wellness journey and 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 what that's like for them and then I can just make recommendations like you know like it sounds like maybe our naturopathic doctor could help you with some pain management or if it's uh, nutritional coaching that they need you know we can talk to the the dietitians um I find a lot of time people do not, um, and that was my experience, is when they're dealing with physical pain or chronic pain, no one talks to them about their mental health. Chronic pain and physical pain takes its toll emotionally. And it's all the way around, too. I remember I had a yoga student once who had been under extreme stress for about a period of a year, and it caused his whole body to just seize up. He couldn't even tie his own shoes, and he had to do yoga classes for a couple of years before he could even tie his own shoes. So, you know, it works both ways. Um, Mental health challenges can cause physical pain. Physical pain can cause mental health challenges. So, you know, I just really encourage people to try to take that holistic view and not just like get rid of the symptom but really 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 you know listen to their body listen listen to themselves and really um really you know give themselves permission to be kind to themselves and give themselves permission to do the self-care to do that you know take care of themselves yeah and i i hear you (laughs) and i think over (laughs) the past couple years at the studio here um I think I even changed how I taught often. I did a lot more heart openers, a lot more back bends, a lot more shoulder openers because you notice people's bodies have started to, I'm, I'm hunching forward right now, <laughs> like run yeah. forward and, and, and close in on themselves because we're all stressed. Like life is not normal right now. And, and I think we saw that definitely at the studio. Is that something you noticed as well with your business? Yeah, yeah, I do. You know, and and actually, I can actually, I can see it on people sometimes when they walk in. Like, I, they walk in and it's just written all over them. Even when I was a yoga teacher, I used to, you know, and like you say, well, you, you hunch forward, right? So not only do you spend a lot of time on the computer keyboard, but when you are stressed and when you're not well, you tend to kind of curl forward, almost like a fetal position. You're protecting that. That's why when you do a lot of backward bending, um, I would have people that would get stuck in camel pose yeah. or were really afraid of doing a backward bend because the brain starts shooting off all these danger, 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 because you have that tendency to curl forward yeah. to protect yourself. And it's very liberating to just open open that up. So yeah, we do see a lot of that. People come in in that, um, again, they've had that experience where no one's listening to them. Um, and they're they're hoping that they can get helped, but maybe they're not really believing they will be. So they come in protective, you know, like, cause you have to be vulnerable and you have to yeah. open yourself up to talk about, you know, I, I really wanted to create a place that was safe for them to come in and go, I feel like garbage. I, it took everything I had to walk in the door today. I, I don't, you know, I hurt. Um, I'm sad. I'm stressed. I'm depressed. And, and that they won't feel judged and no one's going to tell them it can't be that bad. They're going, you know, we're, we're like, we get it. We're here to help you. Come on in. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a really big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of times, uh, 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 the mental health aspect of um, of I guess like total wellness is often overlooked and put on the back burner a lot, and and so much of it is interconnected as well. And mm-hmm. and Karen and I discussed this on a previous podcast. I think it was um, our body image podcast as well too um where 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 we started talking about um male perspectives as well too and uh, and how how difficult it is for uh, 
for male practitioners sometimes to express vulnerability as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. In particular, yeah. Yeah. What I loved seeing when I was teaching is I would have new students that would go hide at the back of the class, again, body image, feel like everyone was there to judge them. And it really didn't take very long before they realized, no one is here to judge me. We're all in the same boat. And and making friends with that reflection in the mirror in a break room class, you know, and they would start at the back, kind of all covered up and trying to hide themselves. And then they'd start kind of moving to the middle of the class before you know it, they're up on the front. They're, you know, <laughs> yep. they've got the crop top on, the belly's out, no one cares. And they're, <laughs> you know, they're, they're in, really enjoying connecting with themselves. And it's, I, I loved, I loved seeing that. Yeah, it's actually well, one of the questions that we've been asking a number of the uh, instructors that, uh, that come on here. And uh, Karen's got a big smile on her face. So it was she knows what uh, well what question is coming up um it's uh, whether or not the teacher is judging me no no and always I the answer is no and, like and emphatically and biggest, no <laughs> yeah, and the biggest judge is is always the one that's in your own head so uh, is that something that translates to your your business as well oh yeah absolutely i know especially you know i find a lot of the people who come in for massage therapy are really worried that they're going to be judged by their massage therapist because because you know there is some element of disrobing you know and uh, you know they massage therapists do draping techniques they only uncover the part that they're working on and they hold it up when you flip over they don't see anything you don't want them to see but they feel like they're going to be judged and like nope that massage therapist is just there to to help you feel better and i i find our practitioners at dimension are very much like yoga teachers they're all um, what I call wounded healers. Mm. They've all overcome health challenges with their particular um, modality or their particular type of therapy, and they and they really just want to help. I'm I'm so proud of my team. They're just very caring, wonderful, wonderful people. They are not judging anybody. <laughs> that's so great. How how did you go about assembling your team? I guess that's a really important part of your your business and uh, sorry we should circle back a little bit and say that you're the director of dimension health health and wellness so we, mm-hmm. um you mentioned your background is in business and i think the word i was calling you was facilitator here you're the one that brought everyone together and made it happen is that right that's right yeah <laughs> um so what went into that process picking your team how did you do that uh, just started advertising the way that you normally would with indeed and advertising at the different um schools and and colleges that sort of thing but um for me it's really important to get the right fit and and um just to really have some the right people in there that really care that they're you know they're in it for the right reason and it wasn't really hard to find to find people that were like that they're they're so passionate about what they do and you know, when I'm interviewing them or speaking to them, that passion really comes across. I, I really strongly feel, and I say that to everybody, is when you're being disingenuous, people know. Mm-hmm. And they know when you're being genuine. And then, you know, it's not a sales pitch because the real, the passion that you have comes through and people see that. And um, yeah, so that's that's what I was looking for, are these people that just have that passion for what they do. And yeah, that's that's how I recruit. <laughs> yeah, and when it's genuine, it comes across very easy, and it's something that you know, that you can pick out. So, well, yeah, and I absolutely. think we often say here, no one becomes a yoga teacher to strike it rich. <laughs> we're here because nope. we genuinely <laughs> want to help people, and we're so passionate about what it did for us. Um, and so, I imagine it would be similar as a massage therapist and a mental health professional and a, a, um, a nutritionist, etc. I don't think you go into those professions unless you genuinely just want to help people. 
No, and a naturopathic doctor does just as much schooling as a medical doctor, a regular MD does. Um, but, you know, they don't, they're not paid the same. <laughs> well, and that's something I and, didn't know before you said that. So, so naturopathic doctors, um, what does their schooling process look like? They um, are, So our two naturopathic doctors both have a bachelor's of science degree, mm-hmm. and then they went on to do naturopathic um, medicine as well. So they're typically in school for seven to eight years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's pretty, that's pretty extensive. They probably know what they're talking about. <laughs> they sure do. Yeah. Yeah. Our doctors are fantastic. So knowledgeable. So can you give us an example of when you're speaking with your naturopathic doctors? Um, like if I went to my, uh, my family doctor and said, Hey, I'm in pain. He would likely, my doctor's great. So we would talk about other things, but he, eventually he would prescribe me some pills. Um, mm-hmm. What would that process look like if I was speaking to your naturopathic doctors? What are some treatments and options that might be presented? Um, it's different for, for everybody, um, depending on, on what kind of issues that they're dealing with. And they, they do like a full assessment. Um, they might do diagnostic testing, request lab work, mm-hmm. um, you know, all those types of things. Um, so my two different naturopaths, some of them, there are some that specialize. My two, uh, Dr. Haley Collins, she specializes in bioidentical hormone replacement therapy for us. So those are um, hormones that are found in nature that are made to be as close or as identical to the natural hormones in your body as possible. So Mm. much safer than synthetic hormones, uh, much fewer side effects. And uh, my other doctor, Dr. Sheldon Beauregard, he specializes more in like uh, metabolic illness, um, pain management, allergy testing and desensitization, um, IV nutrient therapy, uh, really they're, they're primary care providers. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, and they do have prescribing authority. They can write prescriptions for regular drugs that it's just not generally their first line of treatment. They will do that when it's appropriate, mm-hmm. but they they will be looking on, um, They'd be looking at more lifestyle, natural products and, and therapies and uh, trying to offer those first. But again, prescribing when it's necessary or referring to out to other specialists when it's appropriate as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people will refer to us as alternative care. I prefer the word complementary or integrative because mm-hmm. we are certainly not against regular MDs or medical doctors. And they will work alongside them when it's appropriate. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We love that here as well. <laughs> we, we talk often about, um, I think sometimes you come across teachers who believe that yoga is the answer to everything and it's the only answer you need, but I, I, I don't mm-hmm. think that's true. We like doctors, we like medical professionals, and um, I, I hear that's what you're saying. You, we love naturopath, naturopathic uh, provi- care providers, but we also love medical doctors. You know, yeah, ab- <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there. Yeah, there are some really wonderful medical doctors out there who, um, you know, they love working with naturopaths for pain management because a lot of them don't want to prescribe certain narcotics or things if they don't have to. And so, if they can find alternative pain management techniques a little bit more natural for them, they will. Yeah, it's uh, integrative, complementary care. Beautiful. Yeah, I like that term as well. Uh, And I know you mentioned when we were speaking before that you have some pretty strict standards about the uh, treatment options that you offer and that uh, there needs to be some peer-reviewed literature available if it's something you're going to offer. Yeah, so I did mention we offer evidence-based medicine there. So there there needs to be, yeah, really strong evidence to support the use of the therapies that we offer. Mm -hmm. Can you give an example of 
some of the evidence that you look for when you're considering offering a therapy or treatment? Uh, yeah. So, um, I think the thing with naturopathic medicine is what you'll hear. One of the things that I know we find a little bit frustrating is that people will say, well, they're not real doctors. No, they just give you vitamins and they do give you vitamins, but they are extensively trained, you know, in, in naturopathic medicine school. Um, there is a lot of evidence for things. If you were to look up like IV nutrient therapy and the use of high dose vitamin C for certain ailments, um, prolotherapy, classic prolotherapy, neuroprolotherapy, a lot of sports medicine doctors use that as well. There's a lot of evidence to support its use. Mm-hmm. If you were to look in medical journals, um, I'm a bit of a nerd. I love to read medical journals and medical research and evidence. I, I, I love that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of really good medical research to support bioidentical hormones. And of course, we all know the the evidence that there's to support, you know, healthy eating and and healthy lifestyle. So, looking at uh, your website there, Tracy, I I noticed that um, IV therapy is used at at your, uh, your clinic as well too. Can you talk a little bit about that? IV nutrient therapy is one of my favorite therapies um, to offer. So, what it is is it's very um, high quality bio bioavailable nutrients that are put into an IV bag and bypasses the digestive system and goes right directly into the bloodstream. Where this is really beneficial is if if you see people that have um, gut health issues, um, leaky gut, celiac disease, irritable bowel syndrome, where they're really inflamed and they're not absorbing nutrients out of their food properly, the IV nutrient therapy can step in to help get those nutrients into the bloodstream while the naturopath is also helping them to sort out some of these other issues. You see a lot of leaky mm-hmm. gut, um, small intestine bacterial you know, um, overgrowth, that's SIBO. Um, it's also really great for people who just need a little bit of a boost. Um, a typical North American diet, you know, it's it's kind of famous for not being very nutrient dense. <laughs> so it's a good yeah, you could say add that. on to that I, as well. I think <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Um, and at this time of year, now that it's uh, dark earlier, you have sad seasonal affective disorder. Uh, it's really good to get that little boost. Uh, you're not getting the vitamin D from sunshine anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's it's useful for a lot of things. There are some naturopaths that will use it also as a, as a help for chemotherapy patients. It helps them bounce back from the chemotherapy treatments a little bit. We're not offering that at Dimension, but I know that there are some doctors out there who use it for that as well. Um, I get IV nutrient therapy on a regular basis. It's just, you know, those mornings where you just don't want to get out of bed in the morning and you start getting that IV therapy and you're just like, oh, I get up and I have energy and my my, mm-hmm. my brain is clear and I can focus uh, better on my tasks throughout the day. This is wonderful. <laughs> That's the kind of feedback I get from that a lot. Yeah, I've been working almost 12 days straight uh, right now and... Uh... The last couple of mornings have have, have been like that, so I th- so I think I would have most definitely benefited from from some IV therapy. But it sounds like it's uh, very complementary to a lot of uh, treatments like you're talking about. So, yeah, they're very bioavailable. Uh, you know, if you're taking um, supplements, those are useful. Uh, like taking pills and tablets, and, and our and our doctors will prescribe those types of nutrients as well. But when your gut is inflamed and you can't absorb it. it True. They get into True. Like yeah, they get absorbed bypasses. by your body, and so right. you're not um, eliminating so much of it. It gets absorbed into the tissues. Mm-hmm. So you've said the term bioavailable a couple of times, and can you expand mm-hmm. a little bit on that on on exactly what you mean when you say that? So bioavailable is the um, 
how much of it gets absorbed into your system. Like, for instance, if you were to just take a calcium supplement, a lot of that would not actually get into your bones. A lot of it would be eliminated. They usually recommend you take calcium with vitamin D, which will help the bones absorb that calcium. But that that is an example of a nutrient that is is generally um, not as bioavailable as, as, as some other. So by getting the IV nutrient therapy, the bioavailability is higher. It's getting absorbed into the body and less of it is being eliminated out of the body. So basically more of it's being used. Awesome. Yeah. And then when, so if a client approached you and wanted to get IV therapy, who is that actually administered by? Like, how does that work? (laughs) That is administered by um, Dr. Sheldon. So he would need to do an assessment first to make Mm -hmm. sure that IV nutrient therapy is appropriate for them. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then go from there. What would make it not appropriate for them? That's a good question for the doctor. (laughs) Are there any sort of common situations that you know it's not really appropriate for? No, and there is, um, we offer what's called a Myers cocktail. And a Myers cocktail is is some really common vitamins that are known to be really beneficial. So um, lots of the B vitamins, C, zinc, calcium, magnesium. And uh, they're known to just be kind of like an overall health tonic good for you know it's just a good boost for your system good for brain health body health so dr sheldon also does a medically supervised weight loss program Mm. and you can also use the myers cocktail as an add-on for that as well just to make sure your body's still getting the nutrients while you're dieting yeah Mm -hmm. yeah because when you're making a lot of nutritional changes sometimes you go through a detox process and that can Mm -hmm. help support your body and keep your liver from getting overloaded and and keep your kidneys healthy and all and uh the brain fog that comes sometimes when you're making some of these changes it really helps Mm -hmm. mitigate that mitigate some of the more negative effects of of uh, detoxing and and uh, flushing out all the junk and getting all the good stuff in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hear hear a little bit about um, like what's called the keto flu, like for, uh, for people that are going mm-hmm. on a ketogenic yes. diet as well. Yes. Too, so. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Uh, what about for the other treatments you offer? Are there any sort of um, conditions or areas of someone's life that might sort of contraindicate uh, any of the treatments you guys offer? Like, is there anything that our listeners should know? Oh, I have that. Maybe that treatment's not the best for me or that you need to make sure we're making you aware of if we're calling you and looking for treatment. That is uh, between the practitioner and the client. They're the ones Mm -hmm. that do the assessment. That's not something that I can really speak to. For sure. Okay. Yeah. And it's going to be more on a case to case basis kind of what exactly mm-hmm. is going on with them, correct? Yeah, that's why they we have very detailed intake forms and that's mm-hmm. part of the whole assessment. Yeah, so there's that's, no and, sort of blanket like, oh, you're pregnant, we can't help you. <laughs> just, just to come up with some no. medical situation. There's no, <laughs> no immediate no, and red then, flags. And, and we can support pregnancy in a whole lot of ways. We even have a special pregnancy cushion for the massage therapist to use. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, a lot of naturopathic doctors will specialize in fertility and pregnancy as well. So cool, yeah. There are some in town, yeah. Getting back to the uh, yoga instructor in you, um, what were some of your favorite poses to teach? To teach, I, well, I loved teaching the whole class in general. Uh, my favorite yoga poses as a as a student were anything in the spine strengthening series, but mm. in particular, full locus. That was my absolute favorite. Was it always your whole, your favorite? You didn't change it up. <laughs> uh, it wasn't always my favorite. No. <laughs> um, but because I started going, because I had a spine injury, that's where I really 
could feel mm-hmm. a lot of the changes and a lot of the improvement that I made. And I just felt like I was just undoing all the stress and just pulling all that tension, all that stress out of my, out of my spine. I just, I loved that posture. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, any least favorite postures to teach or practice? Oh, standing head to knee. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when you have long legs and sweaty hands, hanging on to that foot isn't always easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or no, even. I'm, I'm horrible at anything standing, so so I completely understand and agree. So <laughs> <laughs> so let's tie that back into your business. Is there, are there any sort of treatments that you offer uh, at Dimension Health and Wellness that are your favorite or your not favorite that you, you personally are don't love them? <laughs> Oh, I love all of them. That's why I offer them. These are all treatments that, that helped me. Whenever you're being honest with yourself and having to make some lifestyle changes, that can be a little ouchy. Um, uncomfortable. Yeah, uncomfortable. And again, you know, feeling very vulnerable when you're looking at, at those things. Like I always um, really harp on my team that they already know, but I always harp on them that, you know, people are coming to us with their hard-earned money, for one thing, but also mm-hmm. their health challenges, their vulnerability, their their pain their mental health concerns and we need to give them something that is worthy of that trust that they're placing in us mm-hmm. and everything from mental health to you know a deep tissue massage is very different from a relaxation massage it can uh, it can hurt a little bit but mm-hmm. man you feel great after it's kind of like a yoga class right when you're in the hot room and you're sweating <laughs> yeah. it, it you're not always loving it in the moment but afterwards you feel like a million bucks and uh, that's what i find a wellness journey can be like in general and a lot of our therapies are like that you know mm. yeah i think the only thing that i would want is just um for them to understand that naturopathic medicine is like what what they do is they focus on the root cause that's really um, what's important. So naturopathic medicine, it focuses on the root cause and it is very patient focused. Mm. So there is an emphasis on healthy lifestyle and um, as, as one of the primary things, right? Because when you're looking at um, irritable bowel, SIBO, leaky gut, celiac disease, you're, the root cause often requires some lifestyle changes. Mm. So sometimes you need to take a few steps back from what's actually impacting day to day in the client's Mm -hmm. life um, to actually find what's caused it and get at that root issue. Um, And I know a lot of the um, massage therapists and and, uh, the chiropractors will say, well, if I'm doing my job correctly, they won't need to come and see me as often. Because people might start off coming twice a week if they're really mm-hmm. acute and then go to once a week and then once every three weeks or once a month or just come for tune-ups when they have a flare-up. So if they're doing their job correctly, we actually won't see them as much. <laughs> well, and that's mm-hmm. a really wonderful perspective because I've absolutely spoken to chiropractors before who believe that people should need weekly treatments for the rest of their life. Like they, they should be in there at least once a week. And if they don't, they're going to get headaches. Um, but it sounds like that's not a perspective you guys share. <laughs> No, no. And our, our chiropractor that's joining us, Dr. Andrew, he's really wonderful. And he does have a background in kinesiology. So cool. for him, he uses kinesiology techniques to mobilize joints and, and approach the care from that perspective. And then doing the chiropractic adjustment is the last thing that he does at the, the end of the appointment. Because things change in your body, right? So mm-hmm. evaluating every time you come where you're at and what needs to be done. And mm-hmm. again, looking at the long term. You don't want people, you don't want your clients to have to come see you once a week for the rest of their lives. No, and it's counterproductive also because we wouldn't get good word of mouth that way. Like if they're coming to us and they're getting care and they're feeling better and they're living their lives in a much more joyful way, we're going to get the word of mouth and they're going to send other people that need us too, right? So Mm -hmm. um, oddly enough, it's when we don't see them as often, that's probably what makes us the most successful. (laughs) 
So I know you guys are based in Chilliwack, <laughs> which is yes. a bit of a hop, skip, and a jump for some of us. Um, but, you know, some of these services, it sounds like we wouldn't necessarily have to be there in person. Is that true? That's correct. Some of our services can be offered online. Yeah. Any specific services that come to mind? Mm-hmm. Yes. Our uh, registered dietitians, they can do their nutritional mm-hmm. coaching online. Mm-hmm. Our mental health counselors, they can do counseling online as well. And our naturopathic doctors also can do some consultations online as well. Oh, that's so cool. So, uh, and especially... You know, the roads aren't great lately. <laughs> yeah, you can't, <laughs> can't really do a virtual massage or a virtual chiropractic adjustment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining the masseuse, like, watching the camera and telling me to move my finger three inches to the left. <laughs> but they can also, they can do some consultations where if they can't, if you can't get any, can't see them, they can at least give you some exercises and give you some mm-hmm. stretches and things that you can do. And that is another thing that our, our team does. They, they'll give you the massage, but they'll also give you some things that you can do at home so our chiropractor will give you exercises our massage therapist will give you some stretches because it's really important that people are involved in their wellness journey as well they Mm -hmm. come to us for treatment and our professionals um, are highly trained and and know what to do and can help them but you also need to I think it's it's good for your for your mental well-being to really be able to take control and do some of that yourself right so like you said with your yoga practice immediately you felt like you had some power that you hadn't had for a while Um, Mm -hmm. very similar you're taking some power in your wellness you know when you're in savasana and when all the the crazy thoughts start coming to your head and they say acknowledge them and then let them go and that gives you the ability to take control of those thoughts that aren't serving you and and send them on their way and it's sort of the similar idea they're giving you the ability to take control and, and help yourself. So I think we've touched on some really cool points. And I feel like I've learned a lot more about more holistic approach to wellness. And, and I'm really grateful for that. And I kind of just want to find out uh, for our listeners at home, should they be contacting you? What 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 would be going on in someone's life that should lead them to you? Um, you know, pain is a big one, obviously, but any other issues that uh, you would urge people to reach out to you if they're experiencing in their day-to-day life? I think we can help anyone regardless of what situation they're in, whether they're maintaining the level of wellness that they have now or Mm. whether they know that they have some challenges and need improvement. Really, the only thing we can't help are emergency situations, you know, like we can't fix your broken leg. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's something for everyone. It certainly sounds like it. Yeah, definitely. One final thing I want to touch on is that you have some nutritionists on staff. Uh, we've done a body image episode. It was a two-parter here because we had a lot of feelings about it. Uh, I live in a bigger body, and I find that when I'm approaching my wellness journey, a lot of people's very first responses to me is, well, you need to lose weight. You need to go on a diet. I'm like, cool. Lost 20 pounds. Still hurt. <laughs> like, <laughs> Thanks. Can we actually address the issue now? Um, and so you have nutritionists on staff. Me... When I think about approaching a nutritionist, even me, I get a little anxious and think, hey, I'm going to be told that I need to change my entire life and I need to lose a bunch of weight and I need to really change my diet. And um, that's my perception. Am I right in my perception? Is that what it's going to be like if I talk to your nutritionists? No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's really putting them on the spot. Yeah. (laughs) No pressure. I mean, diets are okay. I don't want to shame people that love diets and that's how they live. But um, for me, that, that would give me a lot of anxiety to think about that. So if I were to talk to your nutritionist what sort of like is that the attitude they have no not at all in fact you'll find that uh, harley one of our registered dietitians she talks a lot about being anti-diet mm. and she follows 
what's called the health at every size paradigm. Okay. So having a, a bigger body does not necessarily mean that it is an unhealthy body. So no, they're not judging you. They're not going to say you need to lose X amount of pounds. Uh, that's not what it's at. She's really, they're really, really passionate about nutrition mm-hmm. and using nutrition to fuel you, to fuel mm-hmm. your body, to do the, the sports that you love, to get through your day, to make you feel great, to give you energy. It's not about hitting a certain number on the scale. Yeah. So less about restriction and more about just energizing and and lifting you up. I think you would find the focus is not what not to do, but Mm -hmm. what to do. Or by Mm -hmm. taking a look at the things that you love and just making some simple changes. She's not going to say you can't eat your pizza anymore, but perhaps you know, you can add a salad to that. You're just taking a look at, at you and your situation and the foods that you love and helping you make choices that will help your nutrition and fuel your body in a better way. It's, yeah, they're really, really fantastic. I know when I talk about the fact that we have registered dietitians on staff, the first thing I hear is, oh, I love pizza too much. I'm like, they're not going to take it away from you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a common refrain from the studio as well. I don't know if this is something that's come up since you left, but um, we frequently will say, oh, go get pizza now. <laughs> We talk a lot about pizza at the studio. <laughs> I don't know why, but pizza seems to be the go-to snack for most of us. So, um, yeah, I'm glad to hear that you guys are on the same same page as that. But if you do want to make a switch over to a more plant-based um, diet, they will help you do that in in the best way possible. You get the most nutrition out of that. So whatever whatever situation is and whatever whatever is right for you, they just help you make the best choices possible. Yeah. Can you touch a little more on what the health at every size means like what she refers to and 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 uh, can we find out more about that harley did a really fantastic reel that um you could take a look at and then if you have more questions you can always um, book a consultation with her so cool and i'm looking at steven now i think he'll pop that into the show notes for you guys so you can check it out (laughs) okay so that's going to bring us to a close for tonight's episode um i want to thank you tracy for reaching out to us and it was a pleasure talking to you this evening Oh, it was wonderful talking to you, too. Thank you so much for uh, for speaking with me today. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're so grateful. And, and if people want to find out more about uh, Dimension Health and Wellness or just about you in general, where can they reach out? Dimensionwellness.ca or they can give the clinic a call at uh, 778-704-0621. Wonderful. Thanks so much, Tracy. Thank you very much, Thank Tracy. Thank you. You have a good night. We are incredibly grateful to have you join us to the end of this episode. If you want to share your experience and deepen your connection with our community, we would love to have you join us as a guest. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. See you on the map.